So Prince William. I can't keep track of all this. Which one? Yeah, William? I know. William, William is the one the... that William's the one that's going to be king, not the one that came to America and is on Oprah saying that my family's awful. The other one, his older brother, that's gonna be king. Oh, so, so the the younger couple is the one that went on Oprah and, and it made everyone hate them overnight. Yes. And then the older one is like the balding dude. Yeah, the balding dude with the teeth. Um, no, yeah, no, that's his dad. Uh, yeah, that much inbreeding, and they're all the balding ones with teeth. Which one's the one that lives in Dracula's castle? <laughs> that, that's that's his dad and his uncle. You heard about that, Jake? Uh, uh-uh. the, the 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 Prince Charles, the one the, that had a heart attack, legitimately recently? lives in Vlad the Impaler's castle with a bunch of orphan kids. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Right. And then I like, I was like, surely I can't be true. And I looked it up and they're like, yeah, he's a nice guy. He, he adopts kids. And I'm like, a lot of them? Does he does he eat them? Like, <laughs> That's my first thought too. Is anyone keeping track of the count? Like if you're... <laughs> One. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Bro Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, guys? Hey. hey, Jake, you made it. I did. I did. We're doing this again online via Zoom or whatever. Are we allowed to say Zoom? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's kind of it become. Times. It, it's kind of become like the synonymous. It's like yeah, like, like Googling, yeah. like Kleenex or yeah, or like Campex. Uh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Coming at you live via Tampax. Um, so so I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they all uh, introduced themselves at the beginning of every podcast, and I was like, oh, we should probably do that in case we have people that don't know new listeners. I am Scott, and uh, am part of the Cold World podcast. No, for and a I fact, think you don't like to party. <laughs> So let's all go around the room and say our name and one unique thing about ourselves. <laughs> oh man, you're making this awkward, dude. You know what's funny too is like I was about to introduce myself and I looked down and I've got Troy's name on the Zoom yeah. screen. Troy's letting us use his uh, paid Zoom account so it doesn't shut off every 45 minutes. So my name yeah. is J- my name is Jake and I'm not Troy. My name is That's- Troy. Troy's not here, guys. Oh my goodness! Troy is Chris. That would be Chris. Chris, Chris. is the other, the third person here. Troy is not here. Troy, Something unique had, about uh, me is I'm not related to the three of you. <laughs> that is unique to this weird. podcast specifically. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what was Tro- Troy had something. Oh, he has family in town, something like that, where he he wasn't able to make it tonight. Um, But we are going to soldier on. Um, What have you been up to? Is there anything interesting you've been? So on Sunday night, we had a movie night. um, And we watched uh, Princess Bride. 
And dude, uh, I watched Princess Bride. <laughs> did you? On, yeah, recently, like on my birthday. That's, oh my goodness! My, we watched my, it. my two oldest, uh, Leroy and Alice, were so into it. They were like asking all the questions, and like, and like they got scared during like the RUSs and mm-hmm. and stuff, and uh, they almost jumped out of their seat when the when the uh, Fezzik throws the rock at him. <laughs> it, it it was so awesome it, it like made me so because the next morning alice is like that was my favorite i want to watch that again like oh my oh goodness, that's, that's so exactly awesome. like that's when you're sick we'll watch that movie because yeah and did you say as you wish yeah uh, of course you <laughs> i did. actually did <laughs> fantastic oh that's great disappointed if you didn't i know <laughs> uh, like i was waiting for you to say no and then i would be like oh, you're not my brother <laughs> But dude, the reveal that that um, the Dread Pirate Roberts was uh, Wesley, they're like, oh, he's not dead. <laughs> he's the pirate. Yeah, oh. I, I remember I saw uh, Revenge Revenge of the, what, I can't think of what it's called, Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Yeah. yeah I saw Revenge. that with my brother in the theaters. And you know when like Mace Windu is fighting Palpatine? And Palpatine shocks him and then he makes Windu pushes his lightsaber back and then the lightning melts Palpatine's face mm-hmm. and he gets all disformed and he like can't breathe right so he like stands up he talks to Anakin and then he puts the hood on like 20 minutes later <laughs> my little brother's all <gasps> oh that's him <laughs> oh my gosh dude I remember doing that <laughs> 20 minutes I remember doing that in episode one with my dad in the theater. Cause at the end of episode one, when they're burning Qui-Gon yeah. and it pans over and you see Palpatine and it just, his nose coming out. And I was, and I was like, mm-hmm. that, that's him. That's the, that's the emperor. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It took and, my brother until 2005 <laughs> after his face at, it's, until he put the hood on. Uh, he just liked the flashy lights. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So there's been a couple things that have happened. Uh, first things first, something short, but it means a lot to me. We talked about this in the Slack channel. Uh, I learned recently that some beloved childhood movies that I've watched are actually communist propaganda. Willie the Sparrow was made by Hungarians and Scamper the Penguin is a Soviet. Did you say Penguin? I think so. I I don't know enough about penguins to dispute the fact. Is it Benedict in, in, in Soviet Russia? Penguins? In penguins Soviet penguins. Russia, penguins called penguins. It uh that freaked me out. It freaked, I, I was at work the other day and I was I was thinking of Willie the Sparrow. I have no idea why. As you do. But it came into my mind. And then as I and then I po- made some social media posts about it. And then this girl that I went to college with commented on it and was like, This movie was made by Hungarians. And I was like, No. Dude, so then it, I started explain so much about the the, movie. Uh, the, the witch that like transforms him into a sparrow and then he has to like break a spell and stuff and i was and like, just like the, the the unsettling feeling of the whole movie it just I, I don't know 
and it's like, funny it's funny because like we're talking to mom about it and she's like you guys watched it enough like yeah. every day so but as soon as as soon as i heard that it was eastern european i was like uh oh, that makes sense creepy yeah. eastern europeans creepy hungos giving us these weird ass movies when you say it's communist propaganda are you saying that in jest or is it literally yes because it was made it was made in hungary and the soviet union in the 80s so i'm i I made the joke to my family that my parents were uh soviet sleeper agents who were feeding uh these movies to their children via feature films for families but, but yeah apparently it's just featured films for families which is really big in utah which is why i saw a random comment online about <laughs> willie the sparrow that's like why does everyone i talk to about this it's always utahns that, that have seen it it's not no, nobody else. outside of utah has ever seen this movie <laughs> that was like, like one of kylie's favorite movies yeah like she well, loves it she grew up in utah she grew up in salt lake and it's so, funny yeah, how i said like yeah i got it from rc willie also a utah company <laughs> and i yeah. watched the buttercream gang with it <laughs> and, then, and then your mom said feature feature films for family yeah so yeah. i like immediately wikipedia to see if they were like yeah the same same movie company that yep. made both of them and then I was like, "Is that is Buttercream Gang a Hungarian movie? Like, was it <laughs> was it like dubbed?" And I just didn't notice. I, I think they just bought the rights, and then I I, I don't know. I think feature yeah. films for families just they just just they're just a distribution. Yeah, they just like distribution for these random, random communist yeah. company countries in Eastern Europe. Well, whatever they can get Maybe. their hands on, because because Buttercream Gang was definitely not. No, Eastern that was European. like that was like middle America, like yeah. Americana type. Yeah. Feel good stuff. Anyway, sorry. That was that was not the thing that I wanted to talk about that I re- that I was doing. No. <laughs> no. no. My Morgan, my wife and I started last night, started uh the new Hulu series, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, with Steve Martin? With Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, like, low-key love Selena Gomez. It is the weirdest, like, group of actors to put into a thing. But the concept is that they all live in the same apartment building, and they, they, uh, they all listen to the same true crime podcast. And then there was a... <laughs> there was a a guy in their building died. And so now they are uh, using the stuff that they learned from their true crime podcast to uh, investigate the murder. And they're doing their own podcast. Steve Martin is an old actor from the sixties and Martin short is a, is a stage director that has been out of work for a long time. And then Selena Gomez's past is so they basically shrouded in mystery. Oh yeah. And the three of them, their uh, chemistry together is so great. It is absolutely written and produced by Steve Martin and Martin Short. And so it's funny, but it like feels like the like the Pink Panther. Like they're the way they like there is a scene of them like sneaking through the apartment of the guy that died. And as they're sneaking through, all three of them are going through inner line in a row. And they're like hunched over and kind of like <laughs> bouncing on the balls of their feet as they're like tiptoeing through the thing. And it's all three of them going through sideways throughout the frame. And I was like, this feels like a like a 1970s 
murder mystery, Pink Panther type movie. I, I was, we only watched the first episode last night, but I am so excited to keep watching this show. The, the biggest uh, downside is you have to get a Hulu subscription to watch it. I know you have to pay money to go watch ads on Hulu. Yeah. Piss me off, but whatever. What about you, Chris? Anything you've been up to? So two things that of note, one of them, this makes me very, very excited to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is important. CM Punk is back. <laughs> he is wrestling once again, taking the rest. It's funny. I saw I saw that on Twitter, and then like two minutes later, I saw you post it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a pretty big deal in like my circle. <laughs> but like, uh, th- they said because he's he's on AEW. AEW's like the TNT, like Turner Broadcasting. It's not WWE. Um, but I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. And they said, like, yeah, we're bringing back CM Punk to, like, bring back Laps fans. And I was like, that's me. I'm a Laps <laughs> fan. <clears throat> is it working? Yeah, it really is. Like, they're everything they're doing is right. They're booking him right. His promos are right. He's... Are they? Did they sign him to a contract, or is he only there for, like, a certain amount of appearances? I mean, I think he's under contract, but he's also, like, uh, per his contract, he only has to wrestle, like, 12 times a year or okay. something. Like these guys don't go on the road. They're not carnies. Like, I was just wondering. Yeah, I was wondering if it was going to be like Brock Lesnar, where he like every four years he signs a thing that says I'll appear in eighteen matches or whatever. Yeah, that's that's kind of, but that's kind of how everybody is there because they actually like take care of their employees. (laughs) People are really happy. They actually like they keep tracks of wins and losses, so it'll like display them on the bottom. You know, like it's all for the show of it but sure mm-hmm. like the the current number one contender for the championships never lost and so he's like he's been there like a year and he's like oh and five so right five and oh five and oh right um so yeah it's exciting it's exciting that cm punk's back daniel bryan maybe joining them as well he's like hinted towards it hmm. uh yeah it's cool it's cool it's cool being a wrestling fan again there's a pay-per-view coming out on Saturday. I may have to buy. I don't know, though. Guy I work with went to SummerSlam over the weekend. Oh, in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Did he say it was good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was like, dude, when, uh, what's her name? Short, the man. Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch. When Becky Lynch came back, he was like, that was the coolest moment when she showed up and when Brock Lesnar showed up. He's like, it was these crazy she, moments. She showed up. And she was like, we miss her. She's awesome. And then uh, WWE has been trying really hard lately to like push for more diversity, you know, like up until recently, they've never had like an African-American champion by banning women from wrestling in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But uh, so they, they've recently pushed like a a African-American female to be their champion. And she's really talented. She's really good. And then for like a year, they've been pushing her. Becky shows up and beats her in two seconds. <laughs> she got booed out of the arena. <laughs> Becky Lynch did? Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, well, I guess we have to turn her heel now because she's racist. 
I liked Becky Lynch. I thought oh, she was I, great. Yeah, I love Becky Lynch. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that I, I spent a lot of time on wrestling. I didn't think I would. Um, <laughs> there's a show that Kylie and I have been watching. It's a spinoff of what we do in the shadows. It's called Wellington Paranormal. Have you guys heard of this? Nope. No. So there's these cops in New Zealand. Uh, they were actually in what we do in the shadows, but they were just in it for like 10 seconds. They're just police officers and they got their own spinoff series. Oh, like the, the document, uh, the mockumentary movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this is their- also a mockumentary and they just like, they're, they're just investigating stuff in New Zealand, but like, it's all paranormal. Like, like it's hmm. so the very I first need one, to, I need to watch this series. It's hilarious. It's, it's got Jojo rabbit in it. Like the kid. Jojo. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And he's like a cop, but nobody ever addresses how young he is. He's just <laughs> he's just in it. <laughs> I need to watch the What We Do in the Shadows series. You guys have talked about it so much. You and Troy yeah. have talked about it so much, and I haven't watched it, and I feel stupid because I love the original it's, one. It's like Taika Waititi humor for sure. They like I a- showed I showed my in-laws uh uh Hunt for the Wilder People, and they died. They all oh, really like when we first started, they were like, ah, this is going to be weird. And then by mi- halfway through the movie, they were like falling off the couch. They were laughing so hard. So Dude, in, the, in the first episode of the show, there's like a girl it's clearly possessed. Like she looks like the ring girl. And then they walk up to her. They're like, excuse me, miss. Are you you OK? You in trouble? And then she like projectile vomits. And they're like, oh, oh she's been drinking. Give her a minute. It's, <laughs> but it's like 30 seconds of her. <laughs> Like, yeah, hold on. I'm like, Miss, what was your name? And she's buzz as hell the destroyer. And he's like, uh, sorry, B A. <laughs> Can you repeat that? Nice. It's, it's hilarious, dude. Like the, some of the dry jokes that they do. You should yeah, I think I'm watching it on HBO Max. I know it's on CW for some reason. So it might be there for free on their app. <laughs> but I, I watch it on HBO Max. But yeah, you guys if you guys should check it out. Yeah, I I definitely need to watch it. Cool. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. Cool. Kind of. Kind of. I've been up to much more, but exactly. Nothing of interest. I mean, what I said was barely of any interest anyway. Um as you do. Uh I wish I was noteworthy. But uh <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I'm bold and important. Um, I just font. I'd be Comic Sans. <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about a couple things today. Um, right off the bat, my uh, my wife brought something up to me, and I thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, HBO is coming out with this animated series called the prince have you heard of this hey so it's an animated series about the british royal family and it follows prince harry which is the child oh so the it's like that they're animating the actual people they're animating the actual people and so um who's he the child of so prince william I can't keep track of all this. Which one? Yeah, William? I know. William is, William is the one the... that William's the one that's going to be king, not the one that came to America and is on 
Oprah saying that my family's awful. The other one, his older brother, that's gonna be king. So, so the the younger couple is the one that went on Oprah and, and it made everyone hate them overnight. Yes. And then the older one is like the balding dude. Yeah, the balding dude with the teeth. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's his dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that much inbreeding, and they're all the balding ones with teeth. Which one's the one that lives in Dracula's castle? <laughs> that, that's. <laughs> That's his dad and his uncle. You heard about that, Jake? Uh-uh. The, 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 the Prince Charles? The one le- that had a heart attack? Legitimately recently? lives in Vlad the Impaler's castle with a bunch of orphan kids. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Right? And then I like I was like, surely that can't be true. And I looked it up and they're like, yeah, he's a nice guy. He, he adopts kids. And I'm like, a lot of them? Does he... Did he eat them? Like, <laughs> That's my first thought too. Is anyone keeping track of the count? <laughs> like if you're one, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Two, uh, uh, uh. Oh my gosh, that's funny. So, um, apparently, the this this animated show follows Prince William and Kate. I think is his wife. It follows their children around. Okay. Um, okay. So Orlando Bloom plays the oldest son, uh, Prince Harry. And then uh, Sophie, really? Sophie Turner from Sansa Stark plays their daughter. Right. And those two have recently gotten into hot water because Orlando Bloom had a child. With his wife, and Sophie Turner has recently had a child with her husband, and they've both uh, attacked the media and like the paparazzi for trying to get pictures of their children, and like, and they're they they've both gotten pissed off and yelled and like made this big big stink about you guys are monsters get away from my children my child cannot consent to you taking their picture or whatever like no no, no, no. okay so it's but so they're getting pissed off about that but they're both starring in a tv show where they are depicting children and it is crass and it is raunchy and it is not friendly to the royal family or those children i just sent you guys a picture of how they're gonna make prince harry look yeah uh that is not flattering <laughs> like at all like yeah she, i've she been googling good. it that's prince william whatever i don't care but, but yes that's that's the show that that's that that's that show and uh really crude animation like any any like adult animated he looks like nigel thornberry it's so bad <laughs> does kind of look like it's that big old nose but uh the so yeah orlando bloom and sophie turner have recently gotten after the paparazzi for wanting to picture their children but they're both portraying children that's in this show and so they're both hypocritical they're both under this fire and so that's kind of i was kind of thinking like how much privacy do celebrities are they owed how much privacy are they, do, do they, can they demand reasonably? Right. And, and, and that's the, 
I don't know if there is a right answer to this because like obviously Orlando Bloom and and whoever this actress is they Sophie, uh, Turner. <clears throat> Sophie Turner they uh, they they chose to be actors right, right. They, they chose mm-hmm. this life and so they knew what it was when they got into it they might not have known exactly what it was right but um but they knew at least to an extent what they were getting into um their kids didn't know and right. so that, that that's where it gets kind of uh gray area in my mind and even the, like the royal family they didn't choose to be born into a royal family it, it's it's a weird system that they got born into and it's, it's i and still to this day don't know what they do like do are they just the, Dude, the i was watching i was watching the just crown they don't make yeah. any choices they don't do anything important no they're just like the mascots kind of <laughs> i was watching the crown with with morgan for a while and they don't do anything like the 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 sovereign or the the king or the queen at the time has like a weekly meeting with the prime minister but that's about it they eat tea and crumpets yeah yeah and then they make social like appearances in the public and like, and they have they have like their views and they're they're like like their own political views that they can try and influence the like but they don't, they don't make any decisions but they have lots of influence basically right but like we we can thumb our nose at it all day long but we still have the kardashians and kanye oh yeah absolutely the, i mean for sure but well, uh i and it's and it's weird coming from our perspective because um for us like the president kind of fills that role a little bit, but it changes every four years or four to eight years. Um, but that's like the prime minister over there. Yeah, so it's exactly. Not so, like so, well, no, Nigel they have, Fergie, is but, that but, so, so like the prime minister, our president is like a mix between prime minister and royalty almost. Right. It's like it's the just, first family, you know, like, like, like there's always this drama with the first mm-hmm. family. And so um, it's, it's like we, we combine them together. Whereas there's, they separated those two worlds, like the p- actual political world and the and like the the d- more drama based. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we we've combined them into one. They separated it into two different. It's weird, right? It's really interesting. And like the 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 argument with the royal children is that, um, yes, they are children. And it's not necessarily nice to portray them in this negative or in this like unfriendly light, but also they're going to be because not every actor or celebrity's child grows up to be a celebrity or an actor, right? That some of them grow up to be just regular everyday people, but royal children don't. Royal children, those those Prince Harry, Princess Charlotte, those those kids that are there now they're going to grow up and become like prince william is now who's constantly or prince yeah they can't go to a you can't go to anything without having the cameras on you in the stands right right and so yes it it's probably not the nicest thing to portray them in this unfriendly light but it's also like they're going to grow up into people that are going to be in the, it's their destiny, right. To be in the limelight the entire time. So 
is it inappropriate for Orlando Bloom and Sophie, Sophie Turner to portray these children in this way? I kind of think it is that like when you were describing what the, what the show was, I was, I, I immediately Googled it and was kind of shocked to see yeah, I was too. that, that it it's was about like the kids, the, about the kids like that, well, that are alive right now and children right now, showing them in a bad light, like the whole family. Yeah. I, like, I, I thought it was going to be like pro Oh, dude! Watch the trailer, and there is nothing. And, and I get, I, I get the hate for the royal family. It makes sense, but it like, seems I, new because they were they were loved like three years ago, even maybe yeah. two years ago. Well, I mean, the crown came out, and like I said, I've been watching that with Morgan, and like people love it. They go nuts over that stuff. Like mm-hmm. our old friend Reese, like he will talk your ear off about that show. The crown, really? Oh, yes, he loves. Does that surprise it. you at all? That's the least surprising thing ever (laughs) that Reese likes the crown, but, um, but Mm. sorry, Scott, I cut you off. No, it's just, uh, yeah, it just took me back, back. And, and then it is very, I I can definitely see the drama of why these two particular people are getting blowback from this because, because it's, it is hypocritical hundred percent. And so my thought is like i think that children should be off out of bounds regardless like Mm -hmm. as far as like paparazzi and all that stuff like stay out of the kids but how much do the actors or the celebrities themselves like there's some actors that are famous simply for being hermits for never being in the public spotlight um, and then there's other actors and fa- and celebrities that are famous for only being in the spotlight all the time. Mm-hmm. And then they make, but then like, there's the controversy right now with all the Britney Spears stuff. Like mm-hmm. she was constantly in the spotlight. It made her into a crazy person. And then her dad took advantage of that. And now she is not allowed to have access to, basically anything in her life it's it's kind of the the whole idea of celebrity it it, it's it's never going away and so Mm -hmm. it's almost a moot point to even to argue about almost because it's it's so deeply ingrained in like not even our culture i think it's it's almost beyond culture human human nature is to like lift people lift certain people like above above on a pedestal um whether they, they fail be... like watch them fail too <laughs> something like that um wh- whether it's because they're really good looking or whether they're like the best warlord or whatever from three thousand years ago or so i don't know it i feel like it's it, it's never gonna go but, away i mean so. that's a good point um and the thing with kids too is like i think we all know people like on social media where they like are super paranoid about posting pictures of their kids like they'll block out their faces or something, which I get why. Like, like I I'm not that way, you know. But the, these people are like, oh, I don't want some pedophile looking at my kids or something, and I totally understand their reasoning for it. Mm-hmm. But when you're a celebrity, you don't really get that option, you know. So if I mean, if you if you don't want if you're a celebrity, and you don't want your kids out there. Like that's that sucks. That's hard. That's really really hard to not have your kids get their pictures taken yeah when you're famous and it's one of those things where it's like you were 18 and 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 auditioned to be in a tv show you got the job you 
you pursued a career in acting and now you're a famous actor actress and now you're stuck in this life and your kids are stuck in the in that life and like um, life that they didn't choose yeah okay. and, and and you chose when you were 15 years old on disney channel or whatever right. it is and 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 didn't have the mental faculties to even foresee this type of a future so yeah okay. it, it, it's hard to bring it back to like britney spears too I, I was talking to somebody at work about this but i was like i i legitimately feel guilty for laughing at her 10 10 years ago 10 oh yeah ago. when she had her breakdown because mm-hmm. i was sure. like i was like for i sure. wasn't like she personally doesn't know who i am but i contributed to that that stigma about her you know absolutely we laughed at her and then she then you look at it retrospectively and it's like she shaved her head because people follow her and take pictures of her because she's good looking and so they wanted like, to know like they all they asked her was about her hair like wh- who did your hair what's your hair what are you going to do with your hair why'd you do your hair that way and she's like well screw you guys maybe if i'm ugly they'll leave me alone like mm-hmm. that's that's what she thought and someone posted a picture of her it broke my heart where she was like she had her son her son was like maybe a year old and she's trying to hide from paparazzi in a restaurant mm-hmm. and she was like well can i hide here and then the owner of the restaurant let the paparazzi in and they took pictures of her and her one-year-old while she just bawled her eyes out there was no escape like yeah. that's that's sad it's sick it's gross but do you remember the the south park episode about yes. britney with britney spears that the social commentary in that episode about um how america still sacrifices virgins or whatever um and that the idea is that that's what disney channel is is disney channel prepares these virgins quote-unquote virgins to be sacrificed at the on the altar of society and britney spears in that episode was the one that eventually was sacrificed and then and then at the end of the episode they're like well who's going to be the next one and then it said Next on Disney Channel is Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. It was like, oh, 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 that hurt. And then, but like everything, anyway, it was a very, go watch that episode, that South Park episode. And like the social commentary in it is so on point and it's kind of scary. Um, so it's hard to like, because you say thing, you say like, you kind of knew what you were getting into when you got into it. Mm-hmm. But even then it's hard to uh, fault any famous celebrity actor, s- singer, songwriter, whoever it's hard to fault any of them for wanting to have any bit of privacy in their life at all, because their life is never private and mm-hmm. they're always have someone. And the thing too is like, I, I contribute to them not having privacy, whether I mean to or not. Right. Like, like if, cause I'm under the opinion that they deserve all the privacy they want, you know, like, like they can have their famous life and their personal life. Like some famous people have like their f- personal Instagram accounts that are private. Who, who was it that you were talking about? There was Aqua, an Aquafina. 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 Who has a, who's being a canceled perso- right a now. A persona. Wait, she's being canceled. Yeah. Of course she does she is. Uh, black scent. Oh, she's culturally appropriating with her black scent. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was because when she was in the thing, she played a Jewish guy. Nope. 
it's it's wrong for an Asian woman to play a, Jew, a white Jewish man. No, no, it's not. It's wrong for her to have a black accent in a movie. That's that's what that's what they're saying now. She has a black accent. So Shang Shang Chi or Shang Chi or whatever they call it now. That's being protested because she's in it. Oh, good. I know. Maybe, maybe the theater won't be so packed and I'll be able to get a ticket. <laughs> I, I want to no, see it. I can't we want, wait. We want packed theaters. I can't wait. That's true. We Everyone's do. Everyone's saying theaters. it's like some woke extravaganza, but it looks cool. I'm I'm kind of excited to see it. I mean, he fights abomination. I can't wait. Um. Anyway, to bring it back to my initial point, I am under the impression that celebrities are owed whatever privacy they want. But if I see a news story, it's like Jennifer Lawrence punched her boyfriend in the face on the street. I'm going to be like, whoa, that's let's look at these pictures. Let's read this story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I and then we talk about it in the podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's that true. website gets a click, gets uh, ad revenue from your. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, your and then and then you get into things and then this is kind of getting into the weeds, but like leaked nudes and stuff like that where mm-hmm. people hack into their phones so it like it's not like Apparently they were it's really easy to hack into their, their phones too yeah <laughs> yeah right. iCloud is like basically just like public servers <laughs> and i'm not saying but, like i mean i don't know like like you're you're a famous person that like, you should know people are gonna uh, and i'm not saying it's your god-given right to send nudes to you, <laughs> you want or anything but like and I think they've learned, like they've learned since then, like don't send your nudes, save them on your phone. <laughs> but like my, my on my phone, my, I, I have my uh, Android. And when I take pictures, I don't it, like where this uh, is going. <laughs> it automatically <laughs> uploads to my Google Drive. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it saves my photos in my Google Drive automatically without. And I didn't even know it was doing that. And that's that's where people are getting these new these nudes of these actresses is they're taking them on their on their iPhones or their Androids and then it's automatically uploading to iCloud or to Google Drive and that's that, where they're that is horrible. Up. What but what website? But what <laughs> website? But, what? What? but which one? Which is, one is horrible. Um <laughs> sorry that 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 got a little bit into the weeds but it's the same concept of like do do they are they allowed to be upset? Well, that that, that, that kind of that, stuff happens. That, that's more of an obvious like. I mean, would you be like, upset? That, that's if illegal it was, like, to, to hack spouse? into to hack into someone's account and take their photos, no matter if they're nudes or not. That's illegal, right? Um, it, taking pictures of someone on the street—that's more of a gray area. But like that, you say, it's right. illegal. But who's getting arrested? Like, no. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I know. Well, I'm not saying I mean, there's if, an easy solution. I'm saying there's an easy answer that 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 is 100 wrong. I mean, if they can, if they can find out who did it, it's though. morally wrong. Legally, it's wrong, but these people aren't getting busted. Yeah, but but that's, I agree. That's that's the quandary that we're in. But as far as like the um, just pontificating over how, if it's correct or not, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty clear case. That's not in any gray area. The gray area is when they're walking on the street and it's paparazzi and paparazzi fully 100% believe that they are doing it for the good of the actors because right. they give them they give them publicity and, and some actors i'm sure uh, like even organize it and enjoy it 
Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. But and and so you paparazzi gets this really bad name because the only time you hear the word paparazzi is when it's in a negative, like, oh, Britney Spears is hiding in a in a restaurant, bawling her eyes out while the paparazzi are badgering her with questions and taking her picture. That's the only time you hear the word paparazzi. But like for the most part, them getting their picture on TMZ with their new boyfriend is or girlfriend or whomever is like good for them. That's what they want. Like that's the reason why they went out in public in the first place. Yeah, it, it, we wouldn't hands. get if we wouldn't get uh um what's his name? Jonah Hill and and Leo DiCaprio like <laughs> hugging her, whatever they're doing when when Leonardo never... DiCaprio like ran up on Jonah Hill yeah that's what it is that was or, or Jonah Hill uh, dropping his coffee yeah right so like for <laughs> for a probably the majority of what the paparazzi do is mostly uh either positive or like neutral mm-hmm. but every once in a while you hear some of this stuff that's going on you're like geez that's but then you have these actors that get mad at them and then they go and portray these kids. In- Dude, I, well, and, and I understand if people were taking pictures of my kid, like it's one thing to post pictures to your private Instagram account or to your even public Instagram account of your kids, but to have other people take pictures of your kids and post them. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine how I, weird I, that would be? Th- th- like, I, I, even like I, if I were, um, what's his name? Legolas, who was it? Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Orlando Bloom. If if I was him, even if I was, if I knew I was going to be hypocritical for saying it, I would still be pissed and and do the same thing. So, so I totally get where he's coming from. Still hypocritical. Mm -hmm. There was actually uh, some pervert guy at a splash park right by our house. I saw him all over Facebook, but he was taking pictures of kids at the splash park. Ew. You know, like, and I mean, clearly it's gross and it's weird. Uh, like i don't know like I, th- I think context is important like if a mom was taking pictures you know but this right. guy was like a fat gross dude being sneaky about it and my kids weren't there i just saw it on facebook but it was right next to my house and that and the hard part is is like is that is that illegal you're you're it's not illegal <clears throat> i mean to they take called pictures. the cops on them and the cops are investigating yeah but if, but if they were to go to his house they can't arrest him for anything yeah, yeah they need he's cause. taking picture. He's taking pictures in a public place, which is gross and creepy and morally wrong. But legally, he, he had his they're... phone down by his hip, and you could just see like a light flashing. Oh, oh gosh, geez. that's so creepy! Oh, gross! And he was like pretending like he was looking for a kid and like looking up the slide and had his phone in his hand and he was just you could see his thumb tapping. Oh gosh, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, you. So, I mean, anyway. like, put with that perspective, I guess, maybe that's why Legolas and Sophie mm-hmm. Turner are... Well, yeah. No, no. But then I, again, like, they are making fun of another couple's kids in a cartoon doing the And there story. is a degree of separation there, but it's still pretty intrusive. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. w- what they should do is make a show about their kids <laughs> and draw them all stupid. <laughs> and then, then make them... And then make them crass and, mm-hmm. and 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 stupid and and yeah yeah make them entitled because when you watch when I watched the trailer for this show like the it's the entitled 
rich kid brat type stuff and it's like i'll have to ask troy what he thinks of it when he watches it because we all know he watches that garbage <laughs> oh a crass cartoon i'm in anime <laughs> nah nah that's stupid that's funny <laughs> so anyway i thought that was an interesting uh that was an interesting speaking of stupid uh, oh my gosh okay <laughs> so i was at work the other day so we're I was at my, work my the other day. Hates you. <laughs> uh, I, I I accept that. It's fine. That was so. At work the other day, some the, one of the guys that I work with said, "Do you like Danny McBride?" And I said, "Yeah, I love Danny McBride." And he said, "Have you ever seen his movie called The Foot Fist Way?" And I said, "No, I haven't." And he goes, "You should watch it. It's funny." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So he brought the DVD to work and gave it to me, and said. Go ahead and watch this. And so then I texted you. So I, I want to know, when was the last time someone let you borrow a DVD? I, dude, it was weird. It was, was so weird. that bum that's always asking you to buy beer for him? No. That... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, but he gave me the DVD, and I came home, and I texted you guys and said, has anybody seen this movie, The Foot Fist Way? And everyone said no. And I was like, ding, episode idea. None of us have seen this movie. I don't think we've ever done this before where, where all four of us had not seen a movie. So we all watched this movie and now we're going to do this. I doubt this. I'll do anything once. Um, and we're, we watched. This is Danny McBride. It is the first movie he was the star in. It was released in 2006. It was literally the second movie he's ever been in. First he was in. He was bust ass. He was. His name was Bust Ass in the first movie he was in. So stupid. But uh, this movie came out in 06. His name. Uh, he plays a man named Fred Simmons, who is a uh, Taekwondo instructor at a dojo in. Never said Con- the town Concord. he was in. Concord, Concord, North Carolina. So it was in North. So he's in this small southern town where he's a, and uh, he's like this. Uh, he thinks he's hot. He like imagine the guy from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. The the yeah. like you think anybody wants to Rex house, that guy? Imagine Rex that Pondo. guy. Yeah, that's that's this Danny McBride character in the movie, and he like drives a. He doesn't drive the little. What was the movie that, or what was the car that Rex Quando drove? Well, oh, it was like that little Subaru Baja or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drives the. Danny McBride drives a uh, Ferrari in this movie, like an eighties Ferrari. He like so he's like super. Uh, it, thinks very highly of himself. He has a wife with a boob job and wears tight clothes all the time and. Yeah, yeah, and it's very crass. It it it's uh, it seemed like it was trying to be a knockoff of Napoleon Dynamite. It it was going for that audience, and it was going too hard, in my opinion. Like, it, like my it, very my very. I don't first think they note, understood Napoleon Dynamite's audience. No, they didn't. exactly exactly. It's like that they tried really hard to make it a bad movie, um, but not even but like, that, a, like a good Steven Seagal way. Yeah, it, but exactly because it knew it knows what it is. It knows that it's a bad movie, and, and but it still failed because it's not funny. And so that that's kind of where I don't know. 
I want to read Troy's comments on the movie really quick because he yeah. brought up Rex Wando. Um, and I'm going to need to stamp these for some curses. He said, <laughs> Foot Fist Way is an extended version of Rex Wando from Napoleon Dynamite, but with F-bombs. They tried to recreate the Napoleon Dynamite, the Napoleon comedy, but it never landed. Danny McBride is one of my favorite comedians, and the only moment in that movie that made me laugh was when the old woman got knocked the F out. The rest was... <laughs> I can appreciate a bad movie. I had us watch Run Ronnie One. I can't say that. Run, Run Ronnie Run. But this was different. Fred is a douche and I didn't feel bad for him. His wife was dumb. I didn't feel bad for her. Fred's hero moment at the end wasn't enough to save the film. It wasn't enough to endure the, to endure the previous hour and a half. Also, the audio mixing was... That's all. Don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, it, that, that was all spot on. When, <laughs> when when we first showed up to start recording, I apologize to both of you. <laughs> this movie is really, really bad. Like, yeah, it's funny. Like, really bad. Jake, we were honestly scared that you were gonna love it, and we're like, are we just gonna crap all over Jake's movie? Like, I don't. <laughs> it's I don't funny because everybody thought that I liked the movie when, in reality, I was just excited that we had found a movie that none of us had seen. So, so and your excitement was around something completely different. That, was like, we we thought your excitement different. was about was about like, oh, I found the new hot rod or whatever. Nope. No. And what's funny is this movie came out just a year before Hot Rod came out. Yeah. Hot Rod came out the next year. Uh, Pineapple Express and Tropic Thunder was the year after that. And that was kind of his launching pad. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was like Land of the Lost. And then uh, he was in the anyway. TV shows um, and stuff. Yeah. So, but the foot fist way, I, I can see where the script was funny. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can see where when they were especially, writing this script, Especially writing in, they're probably writing in 04, 05. Like, I, I could totally see why it's in that, that time frame, it would be yeah, funny. Yeah, that group of guys, like Will Ferrell was a Maybe producer on producer. it. I think Will Ferrell was a producer on the movie. So it was like Adam McKay, the dude that did like Big Short and Talladega Nights. Yeah, yeah. So like I can see those people uh, writing it and laughing their asses off and thinking it's the best. It's so funny. And I could see reading that script and thinking, man, this is going to be great. Um, and then I can also see where when they filmed it, they were really happy with it. I think where it went wrong was the editing i i I actually have that note as well the editing they were trying to get too cute with a lot of the parts and and then it like they hung on awkward moments way too long yes like like napoleon dynamite it was a style back then Uh they just couldn't replicate it it didn't yeah it just did not execute on the style they wanted they wanted the napoleon dynamite audience they wanted that feel they wanted all that but then they went and they turned up the crass and they turned up all that stuff, which is not Napoleon Dynamite. But there's like, something like like 40 F words in it. And it's like, yeah, you're not you're pulling in a certain audience and then and then losing them immediately. Almost. Bait and switch almost. Yeah. Um, but which, yeah, is just odd. Well, and to be fair, there's only one person who's been able to pull off that Napoleon Dynamite style. And that's no, it's Jared Hess. Jared Hess, the 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 director director of Napoleon Dynamite, did 
uh, Gentleman Broncos and he did um, Nacho uh, Libre and he did Don Verdeen and he did these movies that but, were... Um, I mean, Hot Rod's the other one that comes to mind that works. Yeah. Hot Rod might be the only other, the only movie outside of actual Jared Hess movies mm-hmm. that uh, that captured that feeling. There isn't, but, honestly, there isn't that many movies like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, I just... I just Googled movies like Napoleon Dynamite and they have the ringer bench warmers waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, None those of are those all... movies are like Napoleon no, Dynamite. They're, they're all all. kind of. They, like, they, they just and came they have out some, around the same time. And they have some tie because like bench warmers has uh, John Heater in it and stuff. They're trying uh, to. Tonally, it's not the same. They're trying to capture the same feel and the same audience. It's just low budget. like. But, but Napoleon Dynamite was like not only low budget and awkward, but it had a had a style it was like a wes anderson low budget small town thing but that that worked um, it also, the, the other one the other ones that try and that try and like copy it are obvious counterfeits because like there's not a vision for it you can tell it's just it's just trying to go for a, a style that's been established it's not going for it doesn't have a central a vision that you, the you need has. what what you need for that style of movie for it to work what you need is you need a uh, wholesome isn't the right word. You need I think it a, is. You no, no, no. What I'm saying is your main character. You need restraint is what they need. Your main character needs to be uh, kind of like a stupid type of wholesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like Napoleon, like Nacho, like even Hot Rod. He's mm-hmm. he's like they, they every his heart. Every one of them, their heart is in the right place. They're they're just dumb. Yeah, right? that's right. And, and this and so one, Danny McBride just mean. Danny McBride is a mean spirited person, or not Danny McBride, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Fred Fred's, Fred Simmons is a mean spirited person, and that's why it didn't. Uh, that's why it didn't click like it like it should have. That's why it didn't feel like it like they were aiming for, and. Um, so, like I said, I I could see where the script probably had some of those moments because Troy hit the nail on the head when he says, "I didn't feel bad for him at all." That you weren't rooting for him ever yep. in that movie. You were rooting for him to fall, to fail. You wanted him to like you couldn't wait for it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, exactly. and then when he did, you were like, "Well, that didn't feel very good either." This, this whole movie is just a bucket of like, "Ugh, that sucks." Mm-hmm. And even even the the characters that were somewhat sympathetic, what, what was it? The kid with low self esteem or whatever. That was my um, favorite part of the whole show. Well, well and the, and the, the thing is, is I have this note that like he only Henry. has Henry. we only know we only know that he has low self esteem because it, it's and, said in the dialogue. We, yeah. it, because it never shows his low self esteem. It's true. I gotta it's be true. honest. I didn't watch the whole movie when he was like venting to Henry in the car. Oh my goodness. It got awkward. Yeah. But then my wife was like, she checked out. She started looking at her phone and I was like, I need to turn this off. Like that's, there's no way I can finish this. She, she was visibly upset by (laughs) the, and and she even pointed something out to me too. And and this is specifically towards me and her, but we don't like like really raunchy R rated comedies. Like we, I never have, I've never liked American pie or national lampoons or anything. I think I, she she said like to her, she's like, sex isn't funny. It's funny when it's like restrained. 
you know what I mean? Like uh, other guys when mm-hmm. him and his wife are like having those dirty talks. So when it's like a little bit more restrained or like Talladega Nights or something, like it, the sex can be funny. But when it's I, like don't raunchy, think, I don't, I don't think, think it's funny. Talladega Nights has ever been called restrained in the history of ever. Well, compared to foot, fist, mouth, rash disease, whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> hand, foot, mouth. You I'm just I mean? I, I'm just saying it's the, you you just said that movie was restrained, I mean, which is PG-13. insane. Which is insane. You know what I mean? Like they they knew their target audience. They knew it was like teenagers, like uh, when, us when we were like 18, 19 years old. Yeah, weird. yeah it, and I think it's just the, the spirit in which the the sexual content is is used in this movie is like like she she like the whole premise of the movie is is his wife's infidel, infidelity and how callous they are and and just like it it, it comes across as just so mean and and and, and I know it was well, like think 20 about years ago but like he was such a predator towards that girl it made it was so awkward he was yes. just oh it was her. bad it was bad <laughs> but like even think about like in the office when uh is it Jan tells him that she's she's having a baby and Michael goes, you cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to mm-hmm. even and like I specifically asked you not to. And that like, his heart's that, in the right place. His heart's in the right place. He's he's this stupid kind of wholesome that mm-hmm. like it makes that work. Whereas Danny McBride is just so filled with rage and anger <laughs> that it's like this doesn't feel like a comedy. This feels yeah. this feels different. It doesn't. Yeah, feel we're, like we're just watching a a couple follow like a, a a marriage fall apart, and they're just mean to each other the whole time. And mm-hmm. and the, even the jokes that they tell are like they're just cringy and hard. It, it it's it's bad. And the idea of him like peeing on his wedding ring, yeah, to me that's funny. Like that the 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 idea of it, like he takes his wedding ring off and then pees on it, like. I was like, that that's funny. The execution was so bad. It was it, so bad. There, there was no I didn't it didn't get a single laugh. I didn't even like purse my lips and blow air out my nose. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like uh okay. It, every every joke just fell so flat. And everything was just mean. It like like the um his hero coming in and like and banging his wife or whatever and then coming and then still coming to the uh to their taekwondo thing it it, it, it was all just well maybe just mean i, may, I can't say anything maybe if maybe if fred showed up to the uh to the belt tests all beat up and everything but was like like realized like oh maybe i should be nicer to people and then was like nice to the kids then it would have been different, but no, he showed up and and the only thing he showed up for was to challenge his the guy to a board breaking contest. Yep. And it was like, okay, this is weird. I, I just I don't know. It, but, which again, the premise is funny, poorly yeah, executed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two men like in a where <laughs> if you described a scene of like, oh, you're at a at a taekwondo belt test thing where all the parents get together to watch their kids get their belts and then it turns into the 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 sensei and uh some b-list actor 
having a board breaking contest. Like that's funny. Well, there's you just, there's you just so much. You just described that this whole, I guess we'll call it genre. It, it's like bench warmers. It's like, yeah, it, it's like, uh, there's, there's so much opportunity for good comedy in that mm-hmm. scene. It was just poorly. Church Hall is another one that there, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of these like adults doing, taking childish mm-hmm. really seriously. So it's, it, it's there's, a funny concept if you can if you have the right actors and the right director and i think even something like cobra kai shows that the setting can work if it's mm-hmm. executed well sure but sure. i think that they were trying to do like a cobra kai type setting while also trying to mimic napoleon dynamite's like feel well i think i think exactly troy's exactly right they tried to make a movie based on rex Kwando. Mm-hmm. And so they took Rex from Rex Quando and just cast Danny McBride to be that person because he's a funny character. Rex is legitimately a funny character. Mm-hmm. When he says, like, do you want a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? Forget about it. Like, that's a funny joke. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure Dietrich Bader was busy. <laughs> but yeah, but you can't uh base an entire movie around him because what made Napoleon Dynamite work is Napoleon was genuinely a good person. Well, well you, and, you can't base the, the movie around him as he's portrayed in Napoleon. You have to go deeper. It, it has to be more than just like a mean, like has been. Like It, it has right. to be more than that. It was only skin deep. Yeah. I, the, I just did a quick search too of like what inspired Napoleon. And they were like 80s movies like um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or like Bill and Ted. You know, like clearly Ferris and Bill and Ted are cooler than Napoleon, mm-hmm. but I can see where they got the the vibe, like the feel of it. And then, like a good example of a movie that was kind of able to capture Napoleon Dynamite is like Juno, that came out. Oh, like sure, two, two or three years later, but that's a funny movie, right? And it, it caught the the tone of it just right, right. But it made you love the characters, and it made you uh, invested. Uh, emotionally into what was going on with them, whereas Foot Fist Way, it, there was no emotional investment into any of the. The only characters I had any investment in was uh, Julio and Henry. Mm-hmm. Those are the only characters I had any the, investment. Two, in. two of the boys in the Taekwondo class that just got that they just the, got yelled at. The, the little time. the little chubby kid that was like the yeah. second in command was the best character in the whole show. Yeah, and, and yeah, and he wasn't even that great. Like it's, but he wasn't. That, he was, no, I just he was a little kata at the beginning. His kata, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, exactly, exactly. But the only thing that made them likable was that they got on by. Do you know what? By, uh, Danny McBride. Do you know it? It kind of just it gives me the feeling of like, like uh, uh, uh a cartoon in the mid 2000s that that's just like um no one ever changes he he never changed he was mean to start with he was mean to end with um it's just like a a procedural just like no one ever ch- i guess that's kind of a comedy but it i don't know it, it's it's just yeah yeah it, or or like uh I don't know, King of the Hill with it. If I'm being honest, that's why I got sick of Rick and Morty is I kind of got sick after three seasons of Rick not changing 
of being mean to Morty over and over. Mm-hmm. Like, it, but at least Rick like. and Morty is clever. Yeah, it's got it, good writing. Dan Harmon writes on it. Like, at yeah. least it's clever. Uh, yeah, you, you can get a uh, get away with a lot when you're funny. Like, you, like you can you can say the raunchy joke if it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. If it, if it gets a laugh, that that that's like the rule. Dude, I just have to say too that for a good while, Kylie and I like our least favorite movie was the lob- the lobster. Mine still is, but Kylie's least favorite movie is the foot fist way. Like she hated this movie. It's bad. It was it's bad. It was horrendous. If I had to give it a ranking of emojis, it would be three poop emojis. Out of two. And three poop emojis and uh exclamation point. Yeah. That, I'd give like, it one of those anime forehead veins. I saw that recently. <laughs> Scott, what would you give it? What emoji would you give this movie? Uh, let's say uh... he wouldn't even give it one. He doesn't want to bother. <laughs> so, so let, let's do null. null out of how many? Let's stars? do the fa- face with no mouth and a gun to its head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I I text Scott because he's like, yeah, I watched it, and I was like, so was it good? And Scott's like, I'll let you decide. And I was like, that bad, huh? And he was like, dude, there's nothing redeeming about it. It was so bad. <laughs> nope, it was bad. It was bad, bad. It makes me laugh, though. Like, the f- you know what's even funnier than the movie? The fact that, like, just thinking that you guys were laboring over the idea that you were going to have a fight today because <laughs> I liked the movie. <laughs> well, dude, you're putting off this energy that you were so excited. Yeah. Like, oh. I want to hear what you guys think about it. <laughs> like, oh, man, do you? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was terrible. trying to think of, like, a funny line and I was like, I was like, dude, I can't, like, even, like, the kind of funniest line still made me roll my eyes when he's like, I'm so hungry, I could eat a grown man's ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, dude, that's... It's so bad out of here. It's such a bad line. I know. Uh, I know. So in conclusion, this movie's bad. If you're looking for good comedy, don't watch this movie. Not even good, bad. It's a, it's bad, bad. Like if you're looking, if you're looking for a bad movie night movie, this might be your movie where like you're looking for like, really really bad movie that you can just sit and and make fun of i I, I wouldn't even recommend it for that i mean it depends it depends on who you are me and my roommates in college energy out of the room it was bad there were a couple moments where it was like it was like dan in real life type awkward where it's just like stop 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 i can't watch this it's dude the party when he took the kids into the party with the uh-huh. with the actors and stuff and he's like whoa what the what's going these are kids or when he's like trying to beat up the kid when, when he thinks the kid's dad cheated on his wife oh with him. It's like, yeah oh it's so awkward i'd recommend sniper covert ops <laughs> <laughs> No, like they, they like, both fatly went around corners. So fatly went around corners. Uh, Danny McBride did get out of his chair to fight, though. So there's that. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is, if you're looking for a bad movie night movie and like really, really bad, this this might be the the only time you I would recommend this movie. Did you tell your but, coworker that you hated this movie? 
Yeah. He's like, how'd you like it? And I was like, man, that was bad. That was bad. Like, like bad, bad. And he goes, he goes, I know. Right. Isn't it funny? And I was like, I mean, I can laugh at Danny McBride for how bad it was, but like, not because it was funny. This is genuine. This is, this is genuinely a moment where I can say like the line, your jokes are bad and you should feel bad (laughs) because I, I genuinely feel that they should feel bad about that movie. That's that's what you should have given it a ranking. One Zoid, one Zoidberg. His hands out like that. Yeah, that's, one Zoidberg. That's way five. too. Uh, that's way too nice, though. Like Zoidberg's too funny for this movie. So, I think that's our episode, though. Um, yeah, that was fun. I'm so yeah. glad you hated that movie, Jake. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 kind of sad Troy wasn't able to we were oh, supposed to record to say. <laughs> we were supposed to record last night and uh and Troy was available last night but then I had some family emergency come up and then I wasn't able to be here and if you couldn't tell both of our subjects today were based kind of around me so then Troy ended up being the unlucky guy that I feel bad. He Sorry the Troy. Last time either. The last time I know. Over Zoom. I haven't Maybe I haven't recorded you. I, oh, now I feel bad. I just feel bad. I haven't recorded with Troy since like I first moved down to Phoenix months ago. So yeah, anyway, I'm looking forward to hanging out with Troy again sometime soon. Me too, um, actually. Yeah. Uh, so hey, Troy, Wait, we love you, buddy. Video, please. Believe it or not, he's a pretty good guy. Man, Troy. Yeah. Troy's a nice name. Troy's a good. <laughs> Troy, will you edit this episode, please? um so yeah there's our episode um i hope you all liked it i i very much enjoyed the conversation we had Mm -hmm. um if you did like what you heard uh let us know we are all over social media we're trying to be better about getting stuff up on social media and uh having more um interaction and stuff like that so please get up there let us know what you thought um as well as uh either patreon or ko-fi um is it ko-fi or coffee i don't know the guy who suggested that we get ko-fi we played Dungeons and dragons with and he made a joke about their icons a cup of coffee coffee. yeah it's like yeah buy me a cup of ko-fi i'm like oh maybe it's coffee so maybe K O F I. Kofi makes more sense. Kofi makes more sense. Coffee is apparently what it's called. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you I, want to I love watching us, the the Skiffy Skiffy channel. Skiffy uh, sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. Anyway, right, if you want choose GIF. Ugh. Uh, if you want to support us financially, you can do that either through uh, Patreon or Coffee. We're we're on both. Um, look us up, Cold Bowl Podcast. Um, and uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think you covered it, dude. Scott, anything you wanted to add? Oh, our D and D game. It should be starting soon. That's true. Um, I need, Jake, I Cody's still need mad at you. Make your character. I still need to create my character. <laughs> I need to get my character sheet built. I oh. think I might just uh, this weekend or something just start it, but we'll yes. see. Cool. I'm going to send you a character and then we'll get it started. Uh, but if there's nothing else, uh, Patreon, coffee, 
money, money Dungeon Dragons, Danny McBride. <laughs> Winning characteristics. Thank you so much. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> That's not your outro. What was your what was your sign off last time? What what did I say? It, it sucked. Oh, it made me uh, laugh. I bid you I bid you a poo. Oh, a poo. Okay. So bad. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh.